With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're, you're, you're listening to TPV Virtual Radio. It's live, it's live right, now right now on the Voice on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're, you're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go. It's the two-time stellar award considered, spin award nominated. You're listening to the voice, to the voice, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays conversations with Joe and Jay at 7:30 a.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Waste of Life with author Deanne Lebrin at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Words Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with yours truly, the Thomas Voice, by appointment only. Saturdays, is Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV radio also live 365 tune in and all of our podcast social media platforms walk with us in relationship purpose and promise and let's go hey what's good family this is joe kia and you're listening to the psalmist voice radio network walk with me family let's go This is Victory Over the Weights of Life with author and speaker, Deanne Lubrin. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. 
How are you? How are you, Lottie, Daddy, everybody? It is good to be with you again. I want to say welcome to you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world that you are listening to right now. I want to say thank you and welcome to Victory Over the Weights of Life. I am your speaker. I am your person, (laughs) author and speaker, Diane Lubre. I am so grateful and so happy to be here. I'm getting uh, all all tongue-tied because, you know, when you get excited, you have so much to say. You you get all giddy on the inside. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say sometimes. Because you're full and you got a lot to say. So everything wants to come out at the same time. So you kind of get a little discombobulated. But God is good. Amen. He has been good. And he will continue to be good. I thank you again for being here. I thank you again. I want you right now to help me evangelize. I want you to go ahead and share this broadcast. If you are listening on Facebook. I want you to share it. If you're listening on tpvradionetwork.com, I want you to share whatever platform that you are listening to. I want you to please go ahead and share. And if you are right now on tpvradionetwork.com, go ahead, give me a thumbs up and follow. So when we go live, you always get the notification. And I said all that, y'all, to say welcome. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. I thank God for you. I bless you for being here. I appreciate the love and support that you guys have been giving me. I thank God for you. Before we go any further, let us invite the Lord in prayer. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, great God that you are. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, great I am. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we love you, we appreciate, we glorify, we magnify, and we lift up your holy name. Father, we thank you for today. For today, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, I thank you for this opportunity where we can come together to speak your word. I thank you, God, for this opportunity where I am a yielded vessel, mighty God. Use me to say whatever, God, that you need to say. Father, I pray for the hearts of the people, that their hearts right now are receptive, their hearts are open. Mighty God, let the words that proceed out of my mouth, let them come directly from the throne of grace. Father, somebody need a word. Somebody needs a reminder that you still love them. Somebody need a reminder, mighty God, that they cannot do anything wrong enough that you can that would cause you to stop loving them. Somebody needs to know, God, that although mom and dad and brothers and sisters, nieces, nephews, cousins, whoever may turn their backs on them, mighty God, they need to know that you have never, nor will you ever turn your back on them because you are a loving God. You are the God of second and third and 300 and 3,000 chances, and we thank you. We pray, oh God, for this uh, 
this program right now, we ask that the blood of Jesus cover the airways. We come against any diabolical plan, diabolical plot of the enemy. We bind, we rebuke, we cancel, we eject, we reject, we delete, we consume with the Holy Ghost fire right now. Every plan and every plot of the enemy, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you and you have no power. So we take the authority right now and we Cancel your plans in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for the leaders of this station. We thank you for the Newtons. Mighty God, open up the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing, God, where they do not have room enough to receive. Father, let everything, oh God, that they're needing, oh God, every word, oh God, before they even utter it, mighty God, you said if we delight ourselves in the Lord, you will give us the desires of our heart. Mighty God, as they delight themselves in you, mighty God, as they seek you, mighty God, as they call upon you, Father, meet their needs. I pray for Pastor Chris, I call Holy Ghost fire right now in his body, I call that healing take place. I ask God that even right now what the doctors couldn't fix, mighty God is being fixed right now, for it's not by might nor by power, but it is by my spirit, says the Lord God of us. So Father, we thank you. We bless you. Everyone listening, mighty God, let today be the day they say yes. Any backslider, bring them home today. Anyone, God, who don't know you as their Lord and Savior. Mighty God, let today be the day that they say, yes, Lord, yes to your will and yes to your way. So, Father, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you, and we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor that is due unto your name. And we pray this prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. I want to, again, thank you guys for being here. I am your uh, I am your host, author, and speaker, Diane Lubrin. Please, I ask that you go to lubrinbooks.com, and uh, you can. I'm giving away a free ebook, and it is entitled "What Do You Know About Domestic Violence?" Because this platform, although the first person on this platform is Jesus, we're also recognizing domestic violence on this platform. We speak the word of God, and yet we speak the truth about domestic violence. So if you or someone you know are in an abusive relationship, was in an abusive relationship, if you see somebody is heading into a relationship that has the potential to be toxic, I pray in Jesus' name that you go ahead and you let them know and you can send that book to them. If you have their email address, enter their email address and that book will be sent to them in Jesus' name. I want to thank you guys because y'all, even though last month was the month where we recognized domestic violence, please don't believe that because it is a new month that domestic violence has gone away and it's just going to wait until next October to show its ugly head. Trust and believe. It's happening everywhere. It's happening every day. It's happening in the white community. It's happening in the black community, in the Asian, in the Hispanic. It's happening in every community. I remember this one doctor. He, he, uh, he's from the Muslim nation, and he told me what I need to do. I need to speak on abuse in the Muslim community. Now, let me be quite honest. That was never even 
an area, a demographic that I ever thought of. But God allowed him, a doctor, y'all, a doctor, to, to tell me to speak on that because now we are all over the world. Amen. So wherever you are listening to me from, I want you to know that God loves you. And I want you to know that you deserve to be treated better than what you're being treated right now. If you are not being treated like a human being, you deserve much better. So I want to say thank you. To all my brothers and sisters listening to Lagos, Nigeria, listening in Abuja, I want to thank all my brothers and sisters in the United States, in Canada, in the UK, in Russia, I think back to say in Turkey, uh, uh, South America, the U.S. Virgin Island, the Caribbean Island, wherever you are listening to us right now, I want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. Don't forget, you can also interact with us right now. So if you have any questions or if you have any comments, please go ahead. Pastor Chris will be very, very happy to pass it along, and we can have a discussion. We can answer any questions that you may have. Okay, now that I've said all that, this month, the month of October, almost out the door. (laughs) Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it is almost out the door. We have, what, 15 more days in, in 15, 14 more days in the month, and that is it. And then we head into January. In the month of November here in America, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, in Hawaii, and I'm not sure, Guam, and uh, Alaska, we are celebrating on the 25th, we are celebrating Thanksgiving. Now, I don't have the uh, time to go into the whole pilgrim an Indian thing, how we had the first Thanksgiving meal and whatnot. But what I want to speak about today is being thankful to God. And the scripture that we're going to use today is Psalms chapter 100. Amen. So the Bible tells us that we must enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We have to be thankful, and we have to bless his name. Now, there are a lot of people who are refusing to give thanks to God. Why? Because their lives have not turned out the way they think or thought their lives should have been right now. A lot of people do not want to acknowledge God because someone, and I've heard people say that, If God was so good, why did he allow me to get sick? Why did he allow my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, my child to die? If God was such a good God, why are there people living in the projects? Why are there poor people? Why are there people with AIDS? Why are there people with cancer? Why are there, why are there, why are there, why are there? So many people are so busy. Asking why are, why are, why are, and they have yet to open their mouths and lift their eyes to heaven and take stock of the things that God has given to them and say thank you. Here's the thing. We may not be living in a mansion, but you're not homeless. That's thank you, Jesus. 
You may not be eating caviar and filet mignon and crack crabs and lobster every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but you got you a sandwich. You have you some chicken. You have you some ground beef. You have you some spaghetti. Some people don't have that. You first complain. Why I don't have a car? Why I don't have a car? When you did have a car, you were not taking care of it. And even on the bus, it's always a complain, 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 complain. Let me tell you something. People who always complain does not recognize. They don't realize how blessed they are. Because all the time that we spend complaining, we never said, oh my gosh, such and such at the job, such and such in the family, such and such wherever, ended up with cancer. And here you are, cancer free. Such and such lost their job, such and such don't have a place to stay. Here you are with a job, with a place to stay. Yet, so many people don't want to open their mouth and say, thank you. Let me tell you this. Gratitude goes a very, 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 very long way. I've, to- I've told you guys this story before, and I'm going to tell you again. When it comes to Christmas, see right now, this is my favorite time of the year, okay? The only reason why I'm not writing a letter to the dude in the red suit is because I know better. Because let me tell you, the month of November and the month of December, honey, I am pristine. I am good. I am gooder than good. I am great. You hear me? This is my favorite time of the year. So when this time of the year comes, my loved ones, I try always to do for loved ones. If I love you, even if I like you a little, Christmas time, I know it's not about about giving big gifts and stuff. And I understand some people are going to say, but it's a pagan holiday. But anyway, you sit down, you chill, listen to the show for a brief moment, and then you, you know, make, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love to give. My love language is giving. If I love you, if if I don't say the word, you will know it by my action. If I don't have money, you will know it because of what I say to you, how I talk to you, how I pray for you. You will know that I love you. But when Christmas time comes, I try to always bless as many as I can. Sometimes it's not much, but I just want people to know, hey, I'm thinking of you, and I just want to bless you with whatever it is that I can afford. So I know this lady who loves candle, right? Now, I myself, I like to experiment new things. I like to try new fragrances. I like to travel. I like to try new foods. You know what I'm saying? So candles, I myself love candles. So I know she loves candles. The thing is, I did not know she only liked one florally type candle. And it just happened to be the kind of candle that gives me like bad allergies, right? But I didn't know that. So I went ahead and I said, oh, she likes candles. 
So I got the candle, a nice little uh, arrangement thing to put the candles in, and I wrapped it up, and I was excited because I think I get more excited to give the gift than to see them, you know, receive it. So I was excited to give the gift and everything. And that year I went to Florida to spend Christmas with my family. So I left the gift, and I'm thinking when I get back, you know, baby, let me tell you something. The reaction <laughs> that I was expecting to get when I got back, it was completely opposite. Before I could even say a word, baby girl stepped up to me and told me, girl, that candle you gave to me, uh-uh-uh-uh, that candle you gave to me, uh-uh-uh-uh. only one person gave her the right candle, and this is the person that gave her the right candle, and this is the smell that said, and just straight up. Shot me down. Peep game. I gave her daughter something. Don't you know the daughter gave me the same attitude? I said to myself, from this day forward, never again will thou and thine daughter ever get anything from me. You know why? Because even if they did not like what I gave to them, they should have at least be cordial or kind or and thankful and say thank you. They didn't have to tell me they didn't like it, but say thank you. You know what I'm saying? If you say thank you, then that means you, the, the Bible talks about the reciprocity. You put the seed in the soil. It grows, it, it, it brings forth fruit. But if you let a seed Sit on a shelf, on a on a bench or wherever, that seed will never grow. You will never get fruit out of that tree. And can I tell you, I am that seed. I will never go in the ground. I will never go in the dirt to bring any fruit to give to them because they have shot it down. When you have an ungrateful spirit, when you cannot open your mouth and say thank you, you are not doing yourself a favor. You are doing yourself a disfavor because a lot of people will say, you know what? When I did for him and I did for her, they couldn't say thank you. Some people will test people just to see if there is any gratitude in their heart. Like many people, they go to God and they are sick. And Lord, heal me. Lord, deliver me. Lord, do this. Lord, I don't have a job. Lord, I don't do this. Lord, da, da, da. And they go out and they make God all these promises. And when it's time to say thank you, they're gone. And these people, they leave the world or so-called leave the world and they come into the body of Christ and they come with that same stank, ungrateful attitude. In the kingdom of God, the Bible even tells us before you start praying, enter into his gates with what? With thanksgiving. You don't just run up to God, Lord, I need. Lord, if you don't fix this, Lord, and the rent is due. And Lord, you already know I got this knee. And Lord, you already know my husband, one more time, Lord, he's good. And we just give God a list of dirty laundry. And we expect for God to do it. No. 
Sometimes we wonder, why aren't my prayers being answered? Why have I been praying for this thing over and over? Because you are ungrateful. Let us take time and begin to thank God and see how God will turn some things around. You enter into his gates with thanksgiving. You don't want nobody to just come knock on your door and say, hey, I need this, I need this. Be like, wait a minute, can you say hi? Can you say hello? Can you say how is your day? Can you say anything but give me, give me, give me, give me, give me? When you have a give me, give me, give me, give me attitude, you turn people away. Now, I'm not telling you God will turn you away because God will never turn his back on his children. So we come before him. He's not going to say nope. But I'm telling you, if you go to God, and you never show appreciation. How do you think God feels? If I were to come to you and all I say is give me. Oh, Pastor Chris, I need some gas money. Thank you. Oh, Pastor Chris, I need a ride. Thank you. Oh, Pastor Chris, I need this. Thank you. Oh, Pastor Chris, I need this. And I'm gone, 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 gone. Never come back to say, hey, Pastor Chris, how are you? I heard you wasn't feeling good. How are you feeling? Are you okay? I don't want anything. I just wanted to call to check. I don't want anything. I just want you to know. How, when was the last time somebody did something for you? And you you just went on your knees and you say, Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you for this person. Lord, bless this person. Lord, I appreciate what they do. Lord, bless them in a special way. When was the last time... You got on your knees and forgot about you for one hot second and asked God to take care of somebody else. Now, I'm not saying God is not God enough and God is not big enough where he can't take care of all his children. But I'm just saying, when was the last time you took yourself off the pedestal and put someone else up there? There is a thing called reciprocity. What you give, it comes back. The Bible tells us you reap what you sow. He said, if you want to show, if you want friends, you have to show yourself friendly. Why do people not have friends? Because they don't show themselves friendly. Why do people not receive from people anymore? Because they don't say thank you. They don't say I appreciate it. They don't say God bless you. They don't come to your house. They don't come to your... Y'all, let me tell y'all something. What is this? November. Last month, early morning, my phone rang. I was like, who on God's green earth is calling me this early? If you know me, don't call me before 6 (laughs) a.m. Don't call me before 6 a.m. unless there is an emergency, okay? Unless your last name and my last name is the same. Unless we have blood, don't be calling me before 6 a.m. in the morning. So my phone phone rings. And I'm like, who on God's green earth is calling me this early in the morning? So she gets on the phone. Hey, D, how are you? And I'm trying to figure out who the voice because they called me on Messenger and they have no picture on their profile. And like I told you guys before, you know, with the it's been 14 years last month 
since that mosquito bit me and have affected my sight greatly. Amen. Uh, doctors say that they can't do anything else, but we know God is great. We know God is the God that gives sight to the blind, so we ain't even tripping. I ain't even playing. I'm not even worried about that. So I say all this to say, when I wake up in the morning, I have to give my eyes a couple minutes to adjust. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been closed all night. So I wake up. I need a little something, a little time to adjust. So she calls, and I'm, and then she say, "It's such a." I say, "Oh, how are you?" How's your daughter and did it and everything? And then she dropped the bomb on me. Homegirl tried to call me and ask me for the money. I was shocked. I was very, very shocked. Let me say that again. I was shocked. And you know when somebody you know when somebody is is, is heading into a direction. <laughs> Lord, I hope that was not a sin. If it was, please forgive me, Lord. <laughs> I hope that was not a sin. But you know what the direction they're heading into? But you just give them enough rope to let them feel comfortable and eventually hang themselves? That's what I did, okay? Because I saw it coming. There, there, there's, there's a certain tone people take with you when they want money. There's a certain aptitude, a certain meekness, and even humility that they use when they want something from you. So I gave her the rope, let her go, let her run with it, let her do her thing. And then when she made all the little remarks, and every time she came, blocked. And she came this way, and I blocked her. And she came that way, and boom, baby, I could have played for the NBA that morning. I was just blocking left and right. When she sees she couldn't go through the goal, oh, somebody came to my house. And said, okay, bye, and she didn't hang up. So I called family members back home, and I said, did you know who called me? And homegirl done hit up. <laughs> Homegirls and hit up the whole family. Is she working? Yes. Is it greed? Probably. You see, some people, they come to you and they ask you for stuff so they can be in competition with others. So they're not going to tell you thank you because all you are is a means to their agenda. They don't want you. They don't. I just need you right now. It's like a pimp and a hooker. I don't love you, but hey, we got business. And the next time I need you, I'm going to holler at you. Can I tell you this? God is no pimp. You cannot persuade God to give you anything with a wrong heart and a wrong spirit. How many times have we read in the Bible, even Jesus, before he started praying, what did he say? Father, I thank you. I thank you for opening the eyes. I thank you that you have revealed these things. I thank you. That he thanked the Father first. If we say that we are following the feet of Jesus, why is it that some of us are so ungrateful? Why is it that some people, when it's time to open their mouth, they have locked jaw. They cannot open their mouth to say thank you. I'm pretty sure every one of you who's listening to this program right now, 
you know somebody just like that. Man, every time you see your phone ring, you don't answer. Why? Because he wants something. Because she wants something. You have not heard from them in a year. You have not heard from them in six months. You have not heard from And they call and they go, hey, man, what's going on? What's happening? How you been, man? Yeah, you know, I've been busy, busy. Yeah, man, you know, I'm not the only one. Hey, girl, what's going on? Yeah, I was looking on Facebook. I saw, girl, I like your hair. Uh-huh. Y'all know how we do it. Y'all know how we do it. Okay. So they know how to hit you up. But the minute you give them what they are asking for or what they are looking for, they're gone bye-bye, never to see them again. Do not be in that kind of relationship with God. Do not tell God all these things you're going to do and how you're going to live if you don't mean it. That's why people don't say thank you because they don't mean it. Because you're just a means to an end. It's, 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 it's nothing to them. So I ain't got to say thank you. For what? For why? You, you're not that important to me. I don't des- you don't deserve my thank you. So let us not be like that. Because remember, there are days coming. My daddy used to say this. It's an old St. Lucian proverb. He said the same stick. That whoop, that black dog, going to come right back around and going to whip that white dog. What does that mean? What goes around comes around. Today you up, tomorrow you down. The same people you stumped on going up on your way down, guess who going to be looking at you? The very same people you took for granted the very same people you did not say thank you to, the very same people who you thought you were never going to see again. But God have a way of humbling people. When it's come to our pride, God have a way of putting you in check to let you know, no, 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 pride. You cannot be in my presence and you have pride in you. So we don't have to break your knees. We don't have to clip your wing and let you fly real low for a minute until you come to yourself like the prodigal son. Ungrateful. You have all this. You did not work one day. The reason why the prodigal son lived a good life, not because of his work. It was because of his father's work. But what did he do one day with his arrogant, greedy self? Hey, Dad, everything you're going to give to me, I want it, and I want it now. And what did Dad do? The Bible says Daddy gave him what he gave him, what he had set aside for him. He took it, and he went out there, and he lived the life of La Vida Loca. And he parted and he got his groove and his freak on. And when it was all said and done, all the people he was partying with, all the people he bought drinks for, who all the people, we're going to talk in today's day, all the people he bought cars for, all the people who came and said to him, you know what, hey, man, my rent is due, I don't have, all the people he went ahead, he paid their rent, he paid their car note, he paid their insurance, they, he paid their kids' tuition. When it came time for him to get some help, where were they? Not one of them showed up for him. 
Not one of them said, hey, man, that car that you gave me, once you go ahead, use it, go home, and uh, when you can, bring it back. Hey, man, that money you gave me, I still have maybe like $50. Here, why don't you go ahead and do this, do that? Hey, man, I don't have room for you right now, but I can set you up at one of them hotels for a week. Nobody came to his rescue. They ate, they drank, they parted with him. And as he was giving them, they may have said, yeah, thank you, man, but did they really mean it? With thank you. There is a reaction to thank you. If I am thankful for what you do for me, I will show it to you. This is like, I don't know if y'all remember, how many of y'all so saved y'all remember who MC Hammer is? Because I know there are people, Pastor Chris, when they get so saved, everything they ever done is just wiped away, stonewashed, just clean, perfect. But MC Hammer back in the 90s, MC Hammer made so much money. And MC Hammer entourage was so big. He had so many people on payroll because he was trying to help everybody. And when MC Hammer lost his money, you know what? How many people showed up for him? I only heard of one person who stepped up and helped Hammer. That was Deion Sanders. Everybody else's rent he paid forgot. Everybody else who car he gave, they forgot. Everybody else who he helped, short memory people, quick to forget. And a lot of us, we do the same thing to God. If you get me out of there, I promise, Lord, I'm going to be there. If you get me out of there, I promise, Lord, I'm going to do this. If you get me out of there, I promise, Lord. And when it's all said and done... Where are they? You can't find them. Because their gratitude, their motives was a lie. It was fake. And some people will tell you. Some people will manipulate you. Some people will find a way to have you to feel pity for them. To give to them. And they'll say, I won't forget you. I won't forget you. I should appreciate that. And what happened? They're gone. When you call and you say, hey, I need a ride. Oh, right now, I ain't got no gas. I ain't got no gas. And I got to go pick up the kids. And da 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 I'm like, oh, okay. 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 You ain't got no gas. Remember this car? Remember um, the co-signer on this car, right? Remember that, right? You don't remember that? Oh, okay. Wait till the bill come in and see the second name on the second line. People will forget you. People will use you. People will abuse you. And then they will discard you like a stank, filthy tissue because they no longer need you. So let me ask you, how does it feel when people don't say thank you to you? How does it feel when people... Don't remind, remind, re, remember you. Let me tell y'all something. Like now, y'all know, because Diane shared a whole lot of testimonies with you. Because I want y'all to know. I want y'all to see. It doesn't matter how far down you go. Our God's hands is not short where He cannot reach us. I don't care how 
far away you go from God. His feet are not stuck to the ground where he cannot come and get you out of the junk that you were in. So I tell you my story to encourage your heart. When I was out there getting my party on, getting my, (laughs) Jesus, getting my Long Island tees on, baby, go home, toe up from the flow up. You know, you're in the club, that music, boom, boom, boom. So by the time you get home, you drunk. You keep hearing your head spinning. Your eardrum is about to burst. Oh, my gosh, you can't sleep. You have to force yourself. Oh, Lord, please, Lord, please just let me fall asleep. Oh, God, if you promise, I promise I'll never do that again. I'll never drink like that again. Oh, God, oh, God. And what happens? Make God all these promises. Go back to the club. What you do? Same thing. What if God was to do that to us? What if God was to say, okay, I'm going to heal you, and he come, and he said, call this number when you're ready. And by the time he walked out the door, ring, 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 okay, Lord, I'm ready. And he said, okay. And you waiting, and you waiting, and you waiting, and you waiting, and he never comes back, never comes back. How would you feel if God treat you the way you treat him? How would you feel if all these lying empty promises that we've made to God, what if he did the same thing to us? What future would we have? Where would we spend eternity You cannot trust people, amen, who cannot keep their word. You cannot trust people. You cannot invest too much in them because they do not have a track record of being grateful and showing gratitude. Because, again, you already know they will only come when they need something from you. God would only show up. Give me your tithe. Give me an offering. So I see. God would only come when he wants out of you. And you're like, well, wait a minute, Lord. This this relationship right here, this, this ain't balanced. It's not balanced. I, I, I feel like a bank account. You keep taking and taking and taking and taking and taking. And, 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 and the, the money is getting thinner and thinner and lower and lower and lower. And you're not putting nothing in. One of these days, you're going to write a check. What's going to happen? Bouncy, 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 bouncy. Why? When you show gratitude, when you say thank you, you put back in a person. I'm not even even Jesus tells us when you invite people to your table, don't invite the ones that is able to reinvite you. Why? No big deal. Oh, you know what? <sighs> she did it for me. God, I just. Oh, even though I don't like her, but I know God. Okay, just tell her come over. Just tell her come over. But he said, when you sit down and you have a feast, he said, get the lame, get the main, 
get the blind. Get the ones that cannot repay you back by cooking for you or getting you a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. But they will come and they will say thank you. They will say thank you and they will mean it. And when they mean it, if they ever see you on the street somewhere, they won't forget. They never, people that do right by you, you always remember them with fondness. You always remember them with a smile on your face. People who treat you right. Just like people who mistreat you, who take advantage of you, you never have good thoughts about them because of what they planted, the seed that they sowed into you. So what seed are we going to start planting? I don't know about you, but I need to know all the people that I've helped, that I have said thank you to, that at that time I could not repay them. I want them to know if at any time you need me, I may not be able to give you everything that you have given to me, but I want you to know whatever it is that I have, I can. If it's a, if it's a, a hand clap, if it's a prayer, if it's just a, whatever it is just to say thank you. Some of us, we don't have a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a whole lot. And then there are some people who have a whole lot. Sometimes you say, thank you. I know people have done stuff for me. And I'm like, man, just saying thank you doesn't even seem good enough. Because what they've done, what they've given, how they've poured into me, how they've changed my life. I can't, I can't even say thank you. Just, just the word thank you just doesn't seem enough. I don't know if anybody I've ever experienced that somebody do something for you and like... Oh, my God, thank you, thank you. I, I so appreciate that, but I just wish there was something more I can do. I would just wish there was another word beyond thank you that I can say to you to show you the gratitude that I have in my heart. We are celebrating next Thursday, Thanksgiving. There are a lot of people that will say, I don't have nothing to be thankful for. A lot of people will say, what's so good about it? <laughs> I've had people tell me that. Good morning. What's so good about it? Well, you ungrateful little thing. Ain't you alive? Are you not walking? Are you not breathing? Do you not have eyes to see? Do you not have ears to hear? How can you be so ungrateful? Good morning. Good mo- Thank you. And the way we treat people is an indication of the way we treat God. If I cannot tell you thank you, what am I or how am I going to say thank you? Because here's the thing. A lot of people think of God as Santa Claus. They just have this list. I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this. And they want all these things. And they don't care nothing. How many people truly care about Santa Claus? (laughs) How many people? Just a question, right? How many people write letters to Santa to the North Pole and say, Hey, Santa, 
How's your summer? Sanker gets no letters until December. Santa gets no love until December. Santa gets no food until Christmas Eve. And what does Santa get? Two cookies and a glass of milk. But we, (laughs) but Santa have gotten list upon list upon list upon list. And it don't matter. Two cookies and a glass of milk is all Santa is worth. And he's supposed to cover the entire world, giving everybody gifts, giving everybody what their hearts desire. Can it be so many people look at God just like that? Oh, I'm just going to go and I'm just going to, I'm just going to give God $2 for this offering. Now, let me say something. If you go to church and all you have is $2, and you give it to God, I think that is wonderful. Just like the woman who gave that one mite, and Jesus saw, and Jesus said she has given more because she gave out of her lack. She gave out of what she did not have. That probably could have, she probably had two mites, and she gave one because she said, Lord, on the way home, I got to get a bottle of milk for the baby for some for, for breakfast tomorrow. But if you come to church and you have $100 in your pocket and you reach in and you give God $1, what if that's the same way God do us? If you have $100, can you at least give 10 bucks? No? Same way we treat God. But then when we need him, oh, God, oh, God, I need you. Lord, if you don't come by here, I'm not going to make it, Lord. And if you don't open a window, my God, we're going to starve. And if you don't kick down the door, my God, the devil going to come in. And he's going to ravage our household. And we do all this. And the Lord comes. <laughs> he come by. And rather than Sunday going to church, I ain't got no time for church. Where you going to go, girl? There's a sale at the mall. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's Saturday. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's Saturday. I done got my hair done. Okay. I got my nails and my toes done. Okay. I'm about to go to the mall to find me an outfit because they told me about club stuff, 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 stuff. I'm going to go, you know, I've been sick all this time. Now I'm going to go and try to shake my thing on the dance floor. Wait a minute. What happened to going to church tomorrow to clap your hands, to stump your feet if you're an old Pentecostal, to to, to just shake your timbrel and, and, and heart like <laughs> like some say? Oh, my God. What, 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 what happened? Where is the gratitude? Where is the... And these are the very same people, y'all, who will go to church and they'll see Sister Jenkins dancing. And Sister Jenkins gets so happy sometimes she just pull her wig off her head. 
and Sister Jensen just going to praising God. And people look at her, them the same people. You mean to tell me she got to act like this? You mean to tell me it takes all that? Because just like you made a promise to God, if he heal your body, you're going to give him praise. You're going to thank him. Sister Jensen, she kept her word to the Lord. That's why she's dancing. That's why God is keeping her. That's why the devil have been banned from her house. That's why her children are acting better. And how is your household doing? We point fingers at people who does not forget what God has done. We point fingers at people who say, come hell or high water. I am going to live for God. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care if I rip this pantyhose. I will lay on the floor. I will cry out. I don't care. I don't care. Because I remember when I was in the intensive care. I remember when they told me I had cancer. I remember when they told me we're going to have to get rid of this kidney. I remember when they said they would have to amputate this leg. But we are still here. They didn't amputate the leg. They didn't remove the kidney because the church prayed and we called on God and God came and he showed up. The doctor said, oh, we mistook what we thought was this and now you don't need the surgery and in there and then Lord, I'm just going to give you praise and we go to church Sunday and we say, I just want to come back and give a testimony how the Lord did and we look for you next Sunday. Adios. Peace out. Bye-bye. No more thanking God. No more showing gratitude. No more appreciation. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. God don't do tit for tat. But remember, you reap what you sow. God don't do tit for tat. But he warns us about making vows and going back on your vow. If you've ever made a vow to God and you've turned away from that vow, I say to you now, you need to repent and ask God for forgiveness. See, we tell God stuff and we forget. God keeps perfect record. He never forgets. Every promise we've ever told God, everything we ever said to God, Lord, I'm going to do, Lord, I'm going to say, Lord, I'm going to go, Lord, I'm going to do, I'm going to, because we are in a bind and we are in a place and we need his help. So we talk all off the side of our heads. And once we get what we want from God, we forget, but he doesn't forget. I know the entire world is not celebrating Thanksgiving next Thursday. But it does not have to be a specific day that you take to thank God. The next time you go to pray, why don't you take that time and just thank God and not ask for nothing? Why don't you take stock? Why don't you do an evaluation of where you was and where you are and begin to give God thanks? And begin to acknowledge God. If it wasn't you, it wouldn't have gone happen. If it was not you, I'd be dead and gone. Why don't we do this 
and say, Lord, all of 2020 and 2021, I'm still here. You know how many people done died this year? You know how many people died today? And we're still here. Yet people are saying they have nothing to give God thanks for. I hope this message, I hope this word struck a chord with you. I hope you know now how important it is to give God thanks and to show gratitude to God and also to the people that God uses to bless you. Before we close, I never want to get off the broadcast off the airways without making an altar call. So I say to you right now, if you do not know Jesus, if you were to die right now, would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? And if you are not sure, would you please join me in this prayer? Today is the best day to give your life to Jesus. He said, in the day that you hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation. So if you would repeat this short prayer after me, the Lord will hear from heaven. He will forgive you and he will save you. Father God, in Jesus' name I come. Lord, I acknowledge I am a sinner. And I acknowledge I don't know you. Father, I ask right now in Jesus' name that you forgive me of my sins, that you wash me in the blood of Jesus. Lord, today I make a decision that I will turn my back on the world and I will serve you. I reject the world and everything in the world. And Lord, today I make you my God. I make you my king and my savior. I thank you that my name has been erased out of the book of death and is now written in the book of life. Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said this prayer and you meant it in your heart, let me be the first to welcome you into the kingdom of God. Let me be the first to let you know that God loves you. All your problems are not going to go away immediately, but you no longer have to carry it on your own. And every time God does something for you, every time he opens a door for you, never forget to say thank you. When you pray, don't just run up to him and just ask and ask and ask him. He's not a genie. He's God. He's your father. He wants you to show him some affection and appreciation. Begin to thank him. Begin to acknowledge that he is God. Begin to love on your father. You get more flies. You catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. So I want to thank you for listening tonight, Pastor Creese. Uh, uh, First Lady Shanice, I want to thank you guys again for this opportunity. Uh, my siblings who are listening, I want to thank you, my friends who are listening, wherever in the world that you are listening to, I want to thank you so much. I pray to God that you will be here with us next Tuesday, God's will. If the rapture does not happen, y'all, the rapture, if it does not happen, get yourselves together, get your life together. He's coming back. Any day, any minute, any second now. So let's get it right. Let's get it right so that when Jesus comes, 
We can meet each other in the air as we go up to our Father to be with him for all eternity. I thank you guys. I love you guys. Father, bless. Father, cover. Father, keep. Father, let your word remain in our hearts that we might not sin against you. The ones who gave their lives to you or the ones who will re-listen to this message, God, and they will give their lives to you. Father, we thank you for the increase even now. Let heaven rejoice right now because you say when one, when one person comes into the kingdom, heaven is having a party. So we thank you and we bless you. You guys, I thank you. I bless you. Until we meet again, good night, everybody. This is author and speaker, Diane Lubre, wishing you love, peace, and so <laughs> I had to say that. But anyway, y'all, walk with me, family. Let's go.
You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life. Over the Weights of Life. With Sis Diane LeBrand. Right now on TPV Radio. TPV Radio. Colleen, Texas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.